Welcome back, Sister Gang, to this week's episode of Hell of a Sister with your hosts, Nicole and Ashley Cudo. What up, everybody? Hopefully everyone had a good uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> I nice know. And, I know I did. Yeah, got nice and fed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone like left the table and I was still eating. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you were still working on that stuffing. Oh, yeah. I went for seconds. I had no shame. I know. It was It was so funny. When you said to uh, Andrew, you were like, you know, you could go for seconds. He's like, I know. I just like can only put a little plate, a little plate and eat it. Yeah, I know. I was like, I- I'll be there right, right with you, buddy. I-, I have no shame. I'll go for thirds if there yeah, was, I was enough. Say, it was really good. It was so nice. I know yeah. Aunt Connie was not um, happy with her turkey, but I thought it was delicious. Yeah, I feel like though most cooks are like that, they criticize their like, oh, this could have been different or I should add a little bit more of this. But honestly, it was great. It was moist and it was so, so good. Yeah, no, definitely. It was a real good turkey. We needed it for sure. Yeah, so it was it was great. So, yeah, we hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and gobble, gobble. (laughs) <laughs> Eat everything you can and get ready for, I guess, December if you do turkey again. Oh, December. Right? Because Christmas comes. So I guess nah, that nah, would nah. be the next holiday, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That would be uh, ha- or Halloween, everyone's eating candy. No one's eating yeah, candy. I never think of Halloween as a holiday for myself just because I'm not a huge Halloween person and like, I never have. But uh, How are we related? I know. <laughs> I love all the Halloween movies. Like, I love that. I love to, like, make popcorn, chill out, (laughs) and, like, watch scary movies. Like, I love that. But, But, like, get dressed up and all that. Like, just, no. See, I've always been like that. Yeah. We've done parties every year. We all dress up. That's (laughs) so fun, though. Yeah. You guys have so much fun with it. Where I feel like I... I guess like I look at it where when we were younger, we would go out and it would either be raining or it would be snowing snowing Mm -hmm. or be freezing when it was like such a rush because it was after school. And then there was like you had to have dinner and it just like wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. So I think that's what I just like kind of associate it with. And then I'm just kind of like when people are like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, fuck no. Mm. Yeah. You're (laughs) like, I'll stay at home. Yeah, I, I love hate it. Being I get cold. real into it. So like if I like I guess I'm at that age now too. It's like if I have to stand in line somewhere and I know I'm gonna be freezing. You're just not gonna do it. I'm just why would I do that to myself? Like No, I get it. I hundred percent get it. Yeah. I love Halloween. I'm the opposite. I've already decorated, I got my back. Have up. you? Oh yeah. Oh my god, you would. It was like my day pumpkins, after Thanksgiving. Pretty much. <laughs> I think it was like a few days before. Oh my god. <laughs> That was like, You're so I have a daughter cute. now, so that's my excuse. I feel like you don't even need excuse. Like you did that prior Before. to her. So I mean, I feel like you just in your brain, you're like, oh, I have a daughter, so I can even do this more extra than before. Extra, yeah. Now I can be even more extra. Yeah, yeah I love it. Izzy's going us a strawberry. So cute. Uh, it's so funny. I was talking um last night to Seb and <laughs> Him and his group of friends are mm-hmm. going as uh, the Akatsuki members from Naruto. So if oh, anyone cool. is in anime, funniest thing ever, though, all of Kyle's that. friends are doing that as well. 
No way. Yeah. So Seb and him were talking about it last night and I was just dying. So I asked one request from him. I'm like, you have to send me a picture because I'm Mm going to get a picture of Kyle and his friends. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do like a funny, like, it's going to be funny. You'll see. That's so cute though. They should like challenge each other to like who can have the most epic. Oh my gosh. It's just so funny. The fact or who can get the most candy with their outfits. I don't know. Something fun. (laughs) Yeah. Our 13-year-old like, like, is doing it, and then my 26-year-old boyfriend is doing it with yeah, his friends. Yeah, I mean, I know the guys are older, <laughs> so they're probably not going to houses, but, like, still, I don't know. I think that's, they should, like, it's challenge hilarious. each other for something, like a duel yeah, or, I don't know. I know. It's funny. <laughs> it's all funny to me. But, yeah, no, I'm super excited for Halloween. I'm a Halloween person. Anyone out there with me on that, comment, like on this, <laughs> so I'm not alone. <laughs> But, show her uh, some love. Yeah, show me some love. Tell us what you're going as for Halloween. If you're going as yeah. a slutty pumpkin or a not slutty item, those are very hard to find. Good on you. If, if. Uh, yeah, I like to see people actually come up with like creative things and like mm-hmm. not be, I don't like to use that word slutty, but like revealing costumes. Like it's get like, I don't know. I just feel like. I guess this is a good way to segue into this week's episode, but like society, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, you're a woman, so you have to have like revealing costumes. Yeah, like this is your only- Sexy bunny or like, you know, you have to be half naked. Like nobody says you have to show your fucking body. You don't want to show your body just because it's Halloween doesn't mean you need to be half naked. I was going to say the last Halloween I did, I I went in like a full- gown I think Mm -hmm. I was like a Hawaiian person and I found this like really cute long Hawaii kind of styled dress cute um I shouldn't say person uh but um theme and culture so I was like this is cute I'll go as this and then yeah I don't I don't think I've worn anything super revealing since like my early 20s because like Again, segueing into what we're talking today mm-hmm. is what society says is normal. And what we're going to really talk about is what society says where you should be and where we'd rather be is yes. more what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. So kind of like actually uh, I did a quick Google search too of like what society considers to be like air quotes normal so what the good old Google says is normal can be defined as any behavior or condition which is usual, accepted, typical, or conforms to a pre-existing standard. Yeah. So which definitely. I call fucking bullshit. A hundred percent. standards. Like it's the 21st century. Fuck those pre-existing standards. Well, and there's a lot, right? And I feel like it's different for each generation and it's different for each age group. Because and each person, each individual, yeah. each couple, each gender, like yeah, culture, non-binary, everything. Like, I just the whole like normal. Mm-hmm. What society says, like oh well, like this is traditional and this is what should happen. Like, I just think it's crap. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are starting to stray away from it a lot mm-hmm. more now. Like, especially like looking at myself, society mm-hmm. would say I should still be like going to school partying sleeping with different people like going out there and like traveling and doing all this stuff 
but that's not what I wanted out of my life. And it's fine if everyone else is doing that and whatever else. Yeah. But definitely in my like age group Mm -hmm. and uh, generation, Mm -hmm. it's very much like that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Or like what's normal is that you should have had like you shouldn't have a kid now. You and Kyle should be married and then have a kid. Yeah, definitely. And I shouldn't be starting as young as I am. I should be mm-hmm. still partying, still sleeping with people, still drinking, still, like, still finish, in school, like finishing school. Yeah. Still acting like a certain way that I'm like a young adolescence or yeah. older. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm. I don't know. I'm just not. That's never what I wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I love going I mean, out. You guys had and a good en- time partying. We yeah, and I enjoyed that. that. Weekend. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> that, and I still party. enjoy doing it here and there. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely what society has definitely told me. Like anytime I go on Instagram, anytime mm-hmm. it's like, "Yo, your age group, your genre." of people this is yeah. what they're doing and you're doing the complete opposite of that and you're doing it at a young age and you're doing it completely backwards than mm-hmm. what society has or paved like what it should look previously. like mm-hmm. and to be honest with you I'm very happy where I am mm-hmm. and this is where I would rather be yeah I don't personally think I've made any mistakes or judgment calls in where I am now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because I didn't care about the normal. Like I always knew I wasn't going to follow the normal standards of society. And I think that has a lot to do with the way that we were raised and mm-hmm. the way that um, life was paved that way. Mm-hmm. So I always, well, I never, like in my head, I never was that little girl that was like, I'm going to have this big wedding and da 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 I was more like I'm gonna have a sweet 16 and it's gonna be dope as shit yeah (laughs) I was never the person that was like I don't know I always kind of felt like I was I don't like to say black sheep but I just knew I wasn't gonna go the traditional way of what society says and I think that's cool I think you should do what you want to do and not like form to what your parents say or family members say or social media and all that kind of you yeah Mm -hmm. and like I can't speak on behalf of you Mm -hmm. but I I don't know I just never thought that I would have a long partying phase or um a long like school relationship or anything like that, I always kind of knew um, I would have a family young and like, I don't know. I don't know if other people out there feel that way too, but. Kind of to, to go back what to what you had said earlier a little bit there too, you said like you never saw yourself of having like the big wedding. Where do you, where does that like stem from? Like, did you just think because like certain people in our, our family like had never got married like that wasn't something for you or was that because you're like society says it's like traditional to like you know get married and have a baby and you just like didn't see yourself going that way like I kind of just want to elaborate on that a little bit more yeah and I think because 
yeah, definitely growing up and not seeing that part. Like, we saw it a little bit. Yeah. Um, But it was never, like, a desire for me. Like, so many of, like, kids that I hung out with when I was younger, Mm -hmm. they all had these big fantasies and whatever else. And then I hit the real world, I feel. And I was like, I don't know. Like, that's, it's hard I don't know. It's it's so hard. You see the statistics with marriage, mm-hmm. and but it's okay, terrifying to, to go <laughs> off what you just said there. I feel like that is because we are willing to write our own vows and like promise things to our significant other, yet we are not willing to make our own rules when it comes to our marriage, and however that may look like. So. Mm-hmm. Like what you just said, yes, statistics are really high in divorce rates because I find a lot of people have like this traditional or normal what marriage should be in their mind from like Mm -hmm. what society has said or their parents has said or whatever um, religion they believe in, right? Where it's like every individual coming into a marriage or into a relationship are so different. Well, yeah, and you have to, and that's the thing too about marriage, right? It's not all good old times there's well, and a it's lot just of compromise not gonna, something yeah and something that's not something that works for you or for your parents or for your friends or your cousin or whoever isn't necessarily gonna work for you and your significant other yeah so i never like i never i was okay with mm-hmm. having a kid before getting married like that was never yeah. I never wasn't like in my head like oh my god I have to do this like this is the way it has to go like I mm-hmm. I know friends that are like that right now and it's terrifying because it's not like they're out there looking for someone to spend the rest of their lives with or like fall madly in love with it's like they're trying to look for a husband and in yeah. that box and if it doesn't tick off or whatever I've just seen a lot of anxiety and stress over it mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. and being so young I don't know marriage is great and I think it's it's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and like I would love to maybe be there one day but at the same time I'm just kind of like you can still have that same commitment yes and vows and whatever else to your partner that you're with without a piece of paper exactly yeah that's the thing I 100% agree it's literally just a piece of paper that is bounding you. You can go have a party and celebrate your love with all your friends and family. Mm-hmm. And yeah, without not. having a marriage license. Exactly. Because honestly, it's just like, why is it that you have to pay the government to show that you love each other and you promise to be with each other? Forever. That Forever. should already because be. Because technically, you can just go change your last name. No problem. Mm-hmm. You yep. have to pay for it. Yet again, yep. to the government. And it's like when you have a kid at the end of the day, like for our example, we have a biological father. What commitment did say him and our like what commitment did he have to us? Mm -hmm. None. He walked out. He left. That's it. You know what I mean? Regardless of there being like a binding marriage. That was it. He had to play child support and he didn't because he just doesn't, he doesn't pay taxes. So it's like, 
there's so many ways out and around having to be responsible for something. So I, I always, I definitely like Michael and I have had this conversation about like actually legally getting married because technically we've lived together for three years, just like you and Kyle, like you're already considered common law anyways. Oh yeah. We have to do everything together. Exactly. So it's so, like, we're already married. We, we talk about that all the time. We're like, yeah. so why does a piece of paper get to tell us that we're married? Exactly. Why do I have to pay three to five grand to the government to be like, yeah, we love each other or yeah. Like we're going to yeah. stay together for forever. Forever. You, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I just don't see, I don't know. Maybe I'm just blind to it. Mm-hmm. And maybe like, and, and this is where we want to open this conversation for listeners and to, and to get your opinions in like, how do you feel about it? Having like a marriage license and, you know, what is it? Because, you know, some religions, that's what you do and that's what you believe in because you're getting married in the eyes of God or whoever it is that you pray to, right? Mm-hmm. So I just feel for myself, like that just doesn't Well, yeah, because it's, it's a thing that comes up with Kyle and I all the time because mm-hmm. we have a kid. We've lived together for five years. Mm-hmm. And it always comes up. They're like, oh, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? Mm-hmm. Or because of the ring that he gave me, they're always like, oh, are you engaged? Are you engaged? Yeah. And it's like, no, it's a promise to us. Yeah. And I just don't know. I feel like everyone has different views on marriage, um, especially, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. Some people do it, as you said, for religious reasons. Other people do it to celebrate their love mm-hmm. with fam- family and friends. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's people kind of like us or Kyle and I, and we're just like, we're already, we already feel married. married. Yeah. Yeah. Like he already has made a commitment, commitment to me. Same to him. We have Izzy. We've had these conversations. So going and spending all this money just to have a piece of paper that says we're married. And Mm -hmm. to us, it's just kind of like, yeah, (laughs) it's just like, okay, this was all kind of made up because society a long time ago like this is what you do yeah yeah and it's kind of to go off what you're saying there too is another like i feel like we're talking all all things marriage and weddings right now but that's okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) um is i always have hated at a wedding when you stop the ceremony to sign the marriage license in front of people i find that so impersonal like not about the two of you like I feel like that should be something that's intimate between the two of you like if you're gonna get married and you're gonna sign like a marriage license like obviously you have to have witnesses you have to have you have to have you have to two that's it yeah which is under understandable right which I get but like okay four or five people compared to like 200 people who are sitting there watching you sign your marriage license Mm -hmm. like I just don't find that Intimate, intimate at all at, or about you I feel like that's about everybody else and that's the thing where it's like society has said like this is like traditional and this is like what you typically do because it's pre-existing standards like mm-hmm. I just I've said to Michael multiple times like if we do get married like I want like don't want that at all like I would want the smallest like non-traditional non-normal as like far away from the spectrum of normal I can get like that's Mm -hmm. what I want oh yeah definitely Kyle and I have definitely said that we're more or less definitely want a a smaller thing Mm -hmm. like we're okay 
with like a courthouse thing and then doing a big party with all of our friends and family to like celebrate and like enjoy our time all together celebrating our love and our family Mm -hmm. so but again like that's not that's not traditional Mm -hmm. like I love elopements I think they are so I've done I've done one this year um and it was amazing it was so beautiful it was just the two of them it was so so personal so raw like the love for them mm-hmm. was for each other was like insane. It was just a beautiful. Like you could feel that, right? Like it was so organically, like just. It like was an there. Aura that like. It was just beautiful. She didn't yeah. have to worry. She looked gorgeous. He didn't have to worry. It was a great time. They had a beautiful time. They went right to the honeymoon afterward, where That's they awesome. met with like friends and family. Mm-hmm. But like I've gone to all these other big weddings that are also beautiful and, and gorgeous. But I've watched brides stress the whole time, not mm-hmm. be able to enjoy themselves. The groom yeah. as well. Like, there's just a lot of planning, a lot of time, a lot of money. And at the end of the day, like, is it really for you or is it for everyone else? Yeah. Because it is a very, it's a long day. Mm-hmm. And as much as you want to celebrate, like, your love and whatever else, I feel like sometimes that gets pushed to the side. Oh, 100% Be- it does. Because you're doing everything else. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's another thing that's super normal in our society is, like, big weddings and mm-hmm. doing all this crazy stuff. Like, elopements only came in probably, like, I want to say four or five years ago. I feel like they probably were around for a long time. It's just But, I mean, like, the rave of them. Like, like, people really like. Yeah, like, people yeah. really like elopements. Yeah. And I, I love them. I just think. They're very, they're, there's just something about them that's mm-hmm. just amazing. And I I can't get over them. The one that I did this past year was just beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love how this uh, episode has turned into a wedding conversation. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> but but uh, not really because it's a huge norm in yeah, our world. True. It's that, like, just like, on. yeah, it's just like when moms go right back to work that's a huge no-no in like our society very shamed or like again if you don't want children that's also hugely or Mm -hmm. if you're going to school later in life that's a no-no like there's just so many things that we're told all the time Mm -hmm. that are normal and then if you kind of stray away from that you're not you're not normal. Going to be successful in life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that just bothers me because where I am now is where I would rather be. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that's something for yourself. Like, do you like where you are? Would you rather be in where, the like, norm society of what society says tells I should you? Be at my age? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would 100% rather be where I am. I feel like I also, too, have come into, like, who I am and, like, I know who I am now where yeah. if I did kind of do everything that society says is, like, normal to do as a woman and at my age, I probably would be very unhappy, like, very, very unhappy. Oh, and yeah. I was actually having this conversation with my therapist yesterday was that, 
Um, she like even said, she's like, you know, you seem like you're doing really well and you're working on the things that we've like discussed. And she's like, so I feel like you can just like check in whenever you're needing to talk to someone. She's like, but like, I think you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, I feel like I've done all the things that I'm trying to do to like be healthier and mentally and physically. And I'm, I actually feel like the most comfortable in my body and like in where I am in life than I've probably ever have. So no, I definitely, I couldn't not even imagine nor would I want to about where I should be or what society says I should be. Should be. yeah. Or like at my age too, I guess they would say, like you said, like, oh, you should be thinking about having babies because like at a certain age, you know, you start to like lose eggs and like, you know, you're like dried up by the time you're 35. And like, that's just so wild. Like that's Mm -hmm. not true like you know Mm -hmm. i just feel if i'm 40 fucking years old or 45 or 50 and i'm like you know what i think i want to (laughs) squeeze try and squeeze one out like you know you have i'm gonna do do that and i'm not gonna have any shame in that but like as i am in life right now and like where michael and i am and michael and i are and what we want like that's just not what we want right now Mm -hmm. And and that's perfectly fine yeah I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks about that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the one thing, right? There's just so much stigmas that come with where we are in -hmm. life. Like Mm -hmm. my biggest stigma, I always get it, is that I'm a young mom, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and Mm -hmm. that I couldn't be a good mom because I'm a young mom. People say that? Oh, yeah. You should. Some of the shit that I read on some of my mom groups, I'm like, Damn. It honestly blows my mind that the fact that these are a bunch of women pretty much bullying other women who are moms uh, Mm -hmm. and like mom shaming you guys. Like I just like, are you that fucking bored? Like I just don't, I can't comprehend it. Like honestly, it makes me so mad. It's so wild. Like even what happened to my best friend, she was at Mm -hmm. Walmart with my godson. This was a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And this old guy cut in front of her in line mm-hmm. and she's like excuse me like what are you doing yeah and he turned around and had the audacity be like well i own a house she was like okay for cool. you like why because i'm young you just assume that i don't yeah own a house yeah like what the f- what what okay how does that have anything anything to do with the fact that you're just like line. a prick for butting the line yeah mm-hmm. so it's like just this it's the stigma that i find um, and we don't always get it from the older generations. We do get it from from younger, from younger, because mm-hmm. I have definitely met people where I'm like, oh yeah, like I have a 13 month year old, and they look at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Or I get asked like, oh, do you regret that? Yeah. No. Why would I ever regret? Like I chose this. Mm-hmm. Women have so many options. Yeah. If you fall pregnant, so I'm like, I chose this yeah like this is what I wanted for myself it's not because I was I had to have her you know you like this kind of side sorry kind of side note I just wanted to ask you this is like totally off topic why I've always wondered this why do it's parents when they Mm -hmm. ask like what how old their child is they say like 13 months instead of saying like a year and three months what what like why so it's so funny because I used to always ask. Because I uh, always wonder my best that. I'm like, this. why would you just say Because then I'm like thinking like, well, fuck. Like what? Because when we go to the doctors, yeah. that's what they say. That's oh. why. Because I, every time I talk about 
uh, Isabella. Yeah. I always say a year, but she's technically 13 months. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you go to the when you go to the doctors all the time, they say that to you. And if you're so used to saying a year, it will, it will like throw you off. Yeah. So, so like you're you because it's being like you're being alliterated told, to you. Yeah. 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 And then, huh. like, on all your parenting apps, it's all by weeks. Oh, it's not by, like, year and months. Yeah, weeks. And so huh. you just kind of have to See, people, I couldn't be a mom. I, like, see, I, but I don't hear do you guys all have these moms. <laughs> I don't do that to other moms. When yeah. they're like, oh, how old's your kid? I'm like, oh, she's one year old. Because, oh, like, okay. who the fuck wants to do the math? Yeah. No. Well, and I'm just, like, I, I, I feel like everyone that I've come in contact with or who has a kid or, like, even friends. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. people I've come in contact with. That's all me. <laughs> My friends and you and, like, Janine and stuff. Like, when you've said that, I was just kind of like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just tell me your kid's age? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's literally, like, especially right now, I feel like once you get to, like, two, you should mm-hmm. only be saying, like, two and a half. Okay. Like, three, three yeah. and a half. But because you're still seeing the doctor so frequently until they're, like, about two, mm-hmm. you're just so used to saying months. Yeah. Which I get. So. I totally get it now. I, I understand. A hundred percent. But, like, I, I also, like, too. trip up. Like, people be like, oh, how old is she? I'm like, one. They're like, oh, wow, she's so big for a one-year-old. And I'm like, guys, like, she's only one she's month off. Months, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. one month off. It's not That's that so big funny. of a difference. Yeah. No, exactly. It's not. Sorry to totally like interrupt you there, but I was no, just no, so curious okay. and, you know, maybe some listeners out there are, too, are <laughs> maybe curious as well. Talking, Questions you know, are always and didn't realize. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel like we're kind of breaking uh, society's norms mm-hmm. um, hugely in the last, I would say, last three years. Personally. Yeah, I would say definitely three to five years. Like you're you are definitely seeing conversations happening and people being more vulnerable on social media yeah it's been really nice to see but then you also see the flip side of that and fucking i feel like people have gotten meaner anyone this is the thing i've always said it anyone can say anything behind a screen but when it comes to people get they won't say things something to your face no, definitely not. It's made people more cocky with that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Because you are hiding behind a screen. What's but, something that you learned when we were in like grade two or three, maybe even one? Like, don't say anything if you don't have anything nice to say. Dude, I say that all the fucking time. I probably sound preached. like, yeah, like I sound like a kindergarten teacher. I <laughs> preach it all the time. It's ridiculous. No, no, no. It's true. It, it honestly is. Like, I feel like there is more actual, like, like kindness and you know like get it girl like you look fabulous and you know just like more positive uh reinforcement comments like out there in the world like it just quiets the haters that's why I always feel so bad when people get so upset from like what people say online Mm -hmm. I and I think that's just like for me I just don't read it like if there's something that's like negative I don't I don't read it. Like, I know how some people will go online and they'll, like, make comments or they'll read comments on people's posts. Like, yeah. I don't. I read the caption. And if I feel like commenting or if I think, like, this is great and this person looks great. Like, recently, I'm going to give a shout out to my girl, Nat. We worked on uh, Rodent in Fields <laughs> together. She's been working out for, like, 75 Hard Challenge. And she looks fucking awesome awesome like that's awesome she is looks banging and just like yeah <laughs> big shout out to her she looks great and that's what i said to her i was like you look 
fucking fantastic. Like, keep but that's it up, thing, like, right? you know. And it's just like, and it's not like she's not putting it out there to be like, you know, look at me. Like, that's not what it is, like, at all. It's just like, you should be proud of things that you are accomplishing. And whether it's so you're eating healthier, you're, you know, you're sober, you are whatever you're designing to do in your life for yourself that's like bettering your life like doesn't give anyone else the right to talk Mm -hmm. shit on your social media to you like oh well you shouldn't be doing this well just because it's working for me that doesn't necessarily it's gonna work for you so like yeah everyone's life yeah Yeah, every every and we have known this we have known this for like billions of years everyone is different Mm -hmm. everyone's home life is different Mm -hmm. everyone's financial situation is different every single thing about humankind is like is different everyone's different with how they work so interesting and why we like different people and it's the judgment that is just wild of that because as you just said what works for someone isn't gonna work like for me so that's why it's just so crazy to me when I still see so much, so much pressure on these like society norms. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm very happy that conversations are being had and that things are moving in a different direction because there's just do what you want. Mm -hmm. Don't do what your parents say. Don't do what your grandparents say. Don't do what society tells you. Do what you want to do. So if that means like, you don't want to go to school right away don't go to school if you don't want to go to school at all don't go mm-hmm. to school like mm-hmm. it's so crazy I always it was my biggest thing when I was serving when I'd run in to younger kids and they would be like oh like do you like not being in school like mm-hmm. like what are you what do you do and I was mm-hmm. like your life still goes on like yeah. rent rent still due on the first yeah. everybody yeah. like doesn't matter if you're working or if you're in school or if you're having kids or you're getting married, you're not getting married or whatever, like life still goes on. Yeah. Things still need to be taken care of. You still need care to pay of, bills. Yeah. And I, I like kind of what you said there too, because it's like not necessarily not to listen to like, you know, your grandparents or your parents, because obviously like with age comes wisdom, but also there was different, those were different times. And also mm-hmm. like, Go back, going back to like what like society says is normal, like the pre-existing standards, like what worked back in the '60s, even the '90s, doesn't work now, like yeah. at all. And we've seen that with like the BLM movement and the way COVID has, like, I would say, pretty much like made a div- division, like a divide in our. Mm-hmm society right now with like yeah. unvaxxed people and vaxxed people and like just like kind of like the hatred that's going on so it's like things that worked before but like I wouldn't even say like if they even worked because I mean the racism is horrible but yeah. that doesn't work now like that is n- not right you know what I no. mean so kind of what society says is normal back then is not what it is now well, yeah, and definitely. And you can take as much information as you want from the people around you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you get to decide what you want to do that. Because I was heavily 
influenced with my career choice from Mm -hmm. the people around me and always Mm -hmm. being told that, oh, like, that's more of a hobby. I think you should do something that's, like, actually going to pay you and that, like, you'll have retirement on. Like, literally from grade eight, I wrote my grade eight yearbook, everyone, that I wanted to be a photographer and travel the world. But so I was, cute. <laughs> I didn't know I, that. Yeah, it's in my grade eight uh, yearbook. So yeah, cute. I was, I found it the other day when I was cleaning. Cute. But, but throughout my high school, mm-hmm. that all changed for me because I was told, mm-hmm. like, that's not what society says is a normal job or what you'll survive off of. And or that, like, you should do something different that's going to pay the bills. Yeah, so when I went Correct. to college, mm-hmm. I went for administration and yeah, fucking I'm, hated yes. it. Let me fucking tell you, <laughs> I hated it. Uh, accounting is the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, all when you told the, me you were taking that, I was like, oh, okay. <sighs> like, I didn't want to, like... I guess be negative about it because I was like, oh, she's going to school. Like these are this is a good but I thing. needed I needed someone to be negative about it because I was surrounded by so many like yes people. Mm. And we'll definitely talk about that another time on the podcast. Yes. So you needed that your is not to be like you needed someone to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. And like Kyle was really good at doing that, but I was still so heavily influenced from the people around me mm-hmm. and like my childhood and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was just like or not my childhood, sorry, my adolescence, so, like, mm-hmm. high school. So I was like, oh, shit, like, I can't make this a career. I can't or just go for it. It's not something that you wanted. It. Like, it's truly not what you wanted to do. It was like you felt like you had to go to school, and you're like, oh, I guess I'll take this. Yeah, and so I hated it, dropped out, and went right into photography. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I would have just went with my gut, or if I <laughs> But that's would've... okay. No, totally. Yeah. But at the same time, that's the thing I'm trying to tell people. Mm-hmm. You can totally absorb as much information around you, yep. but at the end of the day, you need to make a decision because you're you're your grown up, mm-hmm. and like that's your future on um, where you want to go like, and no what one's you want to pay do. your bills, but you. Yeah, and yeah. you kind of want to like what you do. Yeah, you and don't- there's gonna be. <laughs> this is the thing too. Everyone is always like, "Oh, well, like you never like your job." completely which is true there's probably mm-hmm. some there's aspects probably times, of yeah. jobs that people hate but if you truly go into something that you passionately like love and you really want to do and it's like it actually gets you excited and gets you mm-hmm. out of bed in the morning like yeah there's probably gonna be one thing or like something or even someone that like pisses on your day or like that job mm-hmm. but if if the pros outweigh the cons like that's what you should follow your dreams and you should go for that job and that's like what you just said, like, that was one main... I would say that is the biggest reason I didn't go to school for so long. Yeah. I wanted to do, do fashion, and I just needed that push to just say, fuck it, and go. Yeah, you needed you needed that push, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, right? Like, if you're surrounded by people who... I don't like to say this, but have one agenda mm-hmm. for themselves, mm-hmm. and they push it on others... Mm-hmm. You're going to get trapped in that hardcore and you're not like going to do anything fulfilling for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've met a lot of people, especially recently, older people who are just like, I wish I would have done that or mm-hmm. I wish I did this more, or that more. And I don't want to have that. Yeah. 
in my life, I would rather completely fail yeah. doing something that I love and knowing that I can pick myself back up and keep trying mm-hmm. than to fail hating something that I was trying to do. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you're just going to be broken after. You're going to need some time to recoup mm-hmm. because you're not going to want to fight harder for that because you already don't like it. Yeah. It's not what, like what you truly want to do. Yeah. So with society, we just, we need to keep breaking those boundaries. We need to keep. Like breaking down those stigmas. Yeah. We need to explore more. There's just mm-hmm. so much more to life than what was paved before us. Mm-hmm. And I think we all just really need to be accepting of it. Everyone's so different. Everyone's dreams and passions are so different. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what makes us great human beings. Yeah. And like, just go for it. That's the biggest thing. I love it. I can say. And just go for it. There's no such thing as normal. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I genuinely just don't like the word. <laughs> no, I agree. With this topic. No, just be you. That yeah. is my biggest thing. Be you. Yeah. Do, do whatever you, the boo. hell you want. Yeah. Fuck man. If you want to be a unicorn, be a be unicorn. Be a fucking unicorn. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just everyone, everyone has the same bills at the end of the day. So it's like, do what you want to do then. Do mm-hmm. what you love so you can pay those bills. Exactly. And, and the thing not- is too, nobody's you. That is your power. And nobody, like you just said, nobody's going to pay your bills but you. So do not, my biggest thing is don't care what people have to say about you mm-hmm being a boss and doing what you have to do and hustling because those haters aren't paying your bills, are they? No, they're not. And like also a big thing too, to remember is that like, how do I put this? (laughs) Your haters aren't just your friends. (laughs) Sometimes your haters can be your family. So just always, this is my biggest thing that I'm learning right now in therapy is to really, how do I want to put this without sounding like a dick? (laughs) To really, to really appreciate your time and the information that you're learning from the people around you, really pick and choose what type of energy and what type of information you want to allow via that be the internet or Mm -hmm. like CC or CN or whatever the hell the news channels are called. CNN. yeah, yeah, whatever. Gotcha. See, I hate them. I do it's, not. It's okay. Nope. Do not deal with them. Too much. Uh, too much anxiety. Too much, too much drama. Yeah. And like sometimes, like family and friends, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to put boundaries in place so that you, like, that your comf- your comfortability and your your dreams and your aspirations in life aren't compromised. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautifully said. So just be you. That's yeah. the biggest thing I can say. Don't, I love it. That was great, Nicole. Honestly, don't I think get that all is up in the, the, in the, the drama of it. The best note to leave on. I feel like that was great advice. Thanks, everybody. I hope it sits well with everyone. Because yeah, I know that was beautifully said. Thanks. I just want to give you a little applause. That was oh, like, you know, you. <laughs> so good. You're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up here, everyone. Uh, I hope. Uh, any of this makes sense. I know we <laughs> spent a little bit there talking about 
um, the, the marriage part of our society and how they say it's the norm. Um, but yeah, if you for guys, a while, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Because <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's a big one. It's, yeah. it's huge, especially for women. I don't know if it's so much on men. Uh, if it is, please comment. Let us know. Any mm-hmm. uh, gentlemen, viewers listening, please, please tell us your Yeah, we uh, want to hear, about, hear from view. you for sure. Yeah, because we are two women discussing this and we don't really know that side for men. So I don't want to speak on it. But yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge one. So it is, it needs to be talked about. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to keep rambling on. Um, But yes, but we'll see you next week, listeners. So thank you for joining um, this episode of Hell of a Sister. We will see you next week. Please follow and leave a review. And remember to follow us on Insta. Peace and love, guys. Bye.